Good day, love and light to you all, supreme beings. Welcome to another episode of Awakening Conversations with me, your host, Mathix Masangu. And today I have a very interesting topic for you today. Ooh, it's naughty, it's blasphemous for some, and it is called, or rather I've decided to name it, What If You Were God and Didn't Know It? Ooh, ooh, what? What? Yes. What if you were God and didn't know it? So, if you grew up in a very religious background, uh, you could be Roman Catholic or you could be, if you grew up in more traditional churches, maybe like Shembe, ZCC, it doesn't matter what church you grew up in. Most of us basically had the same foundational kindergarten teaching that God was a man in the sky who was watching over the earth and who would decide whether you go to heaven or hell after you die right right but those are actually recent teachings that's why they also say in most holy books that mankind suffers a uh, suffers a lot because of lack of knowledge so the lack of knowledge is what is trapping us into mundane thinking you know you gotta what go to school get a degree get a job save up money make kids get married retire you know grow old and die that's 80 percent of the world that's how people are living and in between the every sunday you told you know go to church to fill up the register or else god is gonna spite you but then what if the very god that is gonna spite you or the very same god that's gonna punish you is you what if the god you were looking for is you Well, that what if is not even a question because the ancients, the ancient people who we now call uncivilized actually discovered it because believe it or not, the ancient people were actually interested, highly, highly interested in spirituality. And you can see that in their science because you know the level of conscious development of a people by the technology or by the things that they invent. So when you look at modern man, the things that they spend most money on, they spend trillions and billions in military things and defense and building bombs and all these things that are for war. But when you now go back in time and you look at the things that ancient people were building, they were building heaven on earth for when you look at the pyramids, they speak about in how ancient Egypt or Kemet was basically a replica of heaven. So uh, they were building heaven on earth. The three pyramids of Giza, when you go all around the world to Tehutihuacan and to Timbuktu, to all these different places, you could see that ancient man was more coherent with nature than modern man is so you can tell that modern man is devolved in that his ego has risen the technology is developing much faster than the emotional uh than the eq we have a very high iq no lie but then our eq is very low in that we don't have compassion with nature now when we look at certain things we we think that ancient people were not advanced but that is not true because most things were actually known to ancient people but also ancient people knew that not all things are permitted just because you knew something doesn't mean that you could do it there was what they called forbidden knowledge i was reading a book by credo muto and he said that ancient people long africans long knew about airplanes and cars and the 
and the wheel and all these things they knew it but to create it is something else now that's how advanced they are or how they were but time doesn't exist in the realm of the adepts or the spiritually inclined so they still are what was is and what will be is also now let me say that again what was is and what will be also is here now so they knew about the technology they prophesied about many things to come in fact did you know that one of the great teachers of ancient egypt called hermes trismegistus or otherwise known as toth uh, which in greek mythology is also known as mercury uh prophesied or rather gave a, a sort of like a lament where he spoke about and this is what he said i'm just gonna paraphrase him he said he was speaking to one of his followers or the people who he was with at the time he said um oh great egypt how they will forget what we have done in this land they will forget that we once praised and worshiped the godhead with true love and intention and there will come a time when all of your religious teachings will be of nothing no use people will forget your teachings and there will come a time when the wicked will be praised the thief will be seen as the hero and the hero will be seen as the villain and i was i was looking at that and reading that i was like oh my word that is actually now for all the most corrupt people in the world they are put on the most highest pedestal and when you look at people who are trying to bring people into such things as consciousness and freedom all those people are executed when we look at the likes of malcolm x and martin luther king all these people marcus garvey all the great heroes steve biko all the people from around the world who were in a position to try to change people for the better because there's two things happening here there's people who are completely materialistic and do not care about anything but themselves and there are people who are spiritually focused now in the ancient times everyone let me just say that most people were spiritually focused even though even back then they were level so people were living in a harmonic state with nature but there were people who were studying the higher truths basically studying why we are here why we are alive why do we exist and they they did they did struck a chord with nature they were able to find a balance hence the technology that you could see them build like pyramids when you go deeper into the study of what pyramids are those are actually portals into those are portals or gateways not only into the earth but into different interdimensional spaces so the ancient people discovered technologies that modern men are only discovering now they invented the wheel they invented the calendar the olmec mayans there's so much evidence right now that civilization was actually based or was founded by the people we so called primitive so now let's get back to our topic what if you were god and didn't know it What if you were God and you didn't know it? Think about that. What if every time when you go to church the one you are looking for is actually inside of you? Well, the ancients, let me tell you, already discovered that. Hence they put it in their art. They put it in their art, their drawings, their pictures, left in stone, monuments standing, towering the earth. They are still there as evidence to show you that once you wake up, they left it as evidence to show you. Now you get shows on that geo called uh who built the pyramids was it the aliens people trying to uh contribute the building of 
of the pyramids to aliens and things like that for they do not want to admit that ancient man could have or even not could have was advanced and in that advancement he was advanced because ancient man knew he was god yes they definitely placed god which is your soul inside of what they call your pineal gland or your third eye which is what they call the seat of god or the seat of the soul your soul being an aspect of god so the ancient people more than anything they studied the mysteries of the unknown what they call metaphysics or kabbalah or many uh, or what they call the esoteric knowledge what they give you at church is the physical exoteric knowledge where they make things physical but when you look at the teachings of Jesus and Krishna and all these uh different messiahs they were teaching to their disciple disciples what is called esoteric knowledge there's exo like how you have uh like maybe how ants have an exoskeleton which means that they are um it's external it's externally based that's what we get at churches we get an externally based teaching that god is something that you have to find outside of yourself but ancient people knew that god was an internal force that was immediate and within so for you to find god you do not have to travel up to the stars for you are made up of the same materials that the stars are made out of so to find god you have to travel within to the most deepest part of your subconscious and your unconscious and your superconscious that's where god dwells that's where god resides if you look at ancient teachings even the bible itself is nothing but a gathering of different ancient books that before they were written in pages they existed in scrolls and before scrolls they were written on walls and before walls they were passed down through word of mouth so it's a long lineage it's basically like we're playing musical musical chairs over the generations and things got lost in translation whereas people started to now take all the teachings of the ancients and they started to literally make them literal that's why the bible they call it the dead letter word they say that the letter kills which means that if you read these books in a literal sense they kill you hence you you see all the demonizing of women all across the world people killing babies popes raping little girls and little boys it is because of the exoteric view that they have whereas now men can even think that they are superior to women because if you read the bible externally that's what the bible is going to tell you but if you read it esoterically you will understand that man or adam represents or is symbolic of the mind and eve is symbolic of the emotions or the body whereas also adam is symbolic of the mental hence we say heavenly father so the man was always associated with the invisible realms with the spiritual realms hence we say heavenly father and the woman was always associated with the physical world hence we call it what mother earth or mother nature so that which was tangible was uh was linked to the woman and that which was intangible was linked to the man so it was a polarity dance but as the years went on and the earth further sunk into dark ages people took now the mystery teachings whereas the ancients would say that the woman was negative right not negative as in the woman was evil but they said that she was negative because she was the magnetic part it was the part that pulls and the man is the positive he is the electricity you even see this when when a man w- likes a certain lady we know that it is not usually the lady who goes to the man no it is the man who goes to the woman 
just as it happens within our bodies it is it is not the egg that swims to the sperm but it happens the other way around this happens on all levels of nature so the ancients had now discovered or they had struck the chord that they called man the shadow of god so god the most high expresses itself in the physical realm as mankind or as humanity hence when you look at all the other animals they they do not express themselves in certain ways that we do such as art literature poetry paintings and drawing sculpture we are literally made in the image of the one most high creator hence we also create because we are that creator we are the shadow of god in miniature form when they say you are made in the image of the most high it does not mean that god is something that is outside of you and it made you know the ancient teachings go that god literally became man so god is not somewhere out there looking at us watching us know it literally became each and every one of us 10 generations ago 10 generations ahead in time each every individual is god manifested as that individualized expression of god expressing itself as that person so there was no this one god and then he chooses different people that he likes no everyone everyone those who did good hitler hitler was 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 an express just because in your eyes you would call Hitler evil due to the things that he did or Leopold or all the drivers of slavery you know all this is an act of God acting upon itself doing to itself for its own greater purpose it says in the bible that i the lord prepare you for this journey and within you i will embed the spirit as a deposit for this purpose which i have given you what purpose the purpose of being physical so god becoming physical so god cannot create anything outside of itself because let's agree on that god is everything so it cannot create something outside of itself so in order to create something that was not it but not really not it because that's impossible what god did was it with jew now we're getting into deep secrets what what we call in kabbalah negation or gnosticism they call it negation they say that god rather imploded it with jew a quintessential self of its own existence it basically like how you would to take a gas and then slow down the vibration into liquid and then further slow down the vibration into where now the water is ice that is the same process that god negated in hence it's a trinity in itself so you are both god in a physicalized form where you are existing right now in a ice state you are existing in a dense body and the density is what has locked you from tapping into the other multidimensional aspects of yourself now that's what makes you god number 1 the fact that you have a multidimensional nature hence they call it the seven seals in the book of revelations you have been sealed seven times so for you to experience physicality certain things certain aspects of yourself had to be left behind in the spirit world because you could not come here all powerful what would be the point of becoming physical if you knew all things so the point of god becoming humanity was to experience so called limitation 
because the soul is unlimited it's omnipotent it's omnipresent it's omni essence it is all the omnis but it can only experience that version of itself through the eating of the fruit of the garden of eden which was the eating of the apple the apple being symbolic of duality they say that once man ate the apple he knew of good and evil so us eating the apple was us now closing our spiritual eyes and opening our physical eyes so we could see into the realm of the physical this is some heavy this is some heavy stuff i'm dropping here there's some heavy stuff i'm dropping here you might even need to re-listen to this whole thing but this time have a pen and a pencil with you a pen and a pencil have a pen and a paper with you and write some of these notes down so god negated negated 90 so they say that god in in in, in what they call hermetica they say that god created the universe and left it at a 90 percent complete completion and then left the rest of the 10 percent to his brother man that was all symbolic teachings basically god negated at a 90 percent and then it became man they say god became man so that man might become god there's another saying that God is man in heaven and man is God on earth. So this is a beautiful teaching. So you need to ask yourself, what if I was God? Not me, you the one listening to this. Put your name in there. What if, what if I, Mathix, was God? What if I, whatever your name is, were God? Expressing myself as God, as this limited being. So Because if they say that all things are possible with God, do you not think that it is even possible for God to become you, to experience you? Not, not watch you from a distance, no, but actually become you. You in all your weakness, in all your, your ashy legs and you gotta, you know, we look at ourselves and we're like, we, we have to go to the toilet and we fart and we pee and we, you got to blow your nose and you get sick and you think that, no, this is, this is not. And then you feel that, nah, those are not godly, but that's the exact thing. It's about the experience. If you were an all-powerful being and you were told to imagine just one thing, you would imagine, what would it be like to be limited? What would it be like to walk? What would it be like to talk? What would it be like to, to be hungry? When you, because once you are in your spiritual state, you are beyond. You, you, are, you, are, you are beyond any limitation. So your game would be to create limitation for yourself. So the ancients had discovered this truth. They had discovered that the very God we have been looking for for eons has hidden itself in us. Hence they call it Amen. When you pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That word that you say at the end, amen, amen actually means hidden. People say that it means let it be done. No, that is not what amen means. Amen means uh, uh, the hidden one, which is amun, amun ra or amen ra, the hidden one, the hidden God within you. So when you are praying, you are praying to amen ra, ra being the light. You are, play, you, you are praying to the inner light within you, the inner sun. The inner S-U-N within you, the son of man. You are the son of man. When they speak about Jesus, Krishna, Buddha, you are all these characters. All those were symbolic personifications of the human psyche. Let me say that again. The gods in all religions that you read about were not external gods, but they were personifications of the psychological expressions that man expresses itself through in physicality. 
the disciples were psychological expressions or archetypes of the brain or archetypes of how human consciousness works within the physical form. What happens to the soul once it becomes imprisoned within the physical form? So they say that the body is actually a jail of light. You are trapped right now within a jail of 76 trillion what cells. Literally, when you do something wrong in the physical, they go put you out in jail and they put you in what they call cells. Don't, aren't you made up of atoms that make up cells? Well, what are those cells trapping? They are trapping light. Within your body is trapped infinite light that goes back eons and time immemorial. Before time began, you were. And after time ends, you shall remain because it is your soul that is immortal. Your soul is everything that God is because your soul is an aspect and a projection of God. But now to, to awaken that, you awaken it through what they call the mystery teachings. So you go from reading the exoteric versions of what God is to the inner mysteries of unlocking what they call the seven seals or the seven chakras within yourself so that you now recognize yourself as God. Because number one, to even comprehend God, to even understand God, you have to be as God. Say that again. To comprehend God, you have to be as God. You cannot comprehend something you are not. And that is the mystery of the ancients. They knew, they knew that we are both man and God in one. So when they say that Jesus was both God and man, Jesus is all of us. All of us are the Christ. All of us are the Messiah. But this is a hidden, hidden, hidden truth. Very blasphemous to the, to the religious ear, to the, to, the ref, to the left brain thinker. But when you go further into the research of your internal worlds, this is all that you find. This is all that there is to find. The fact that you yourself are divine. Man, woman, a child, God has no gender. You yourself may be expressing yourself externally as a female, externally as a male, but yet you call you are beyond gender. For you are all, you are the androgynous being. You are beyond limitation. The limitation is the game that you created to participate within The limitation is the game that you, you as God created to participate within. I want to I give you a little homework. I want to give you a little homework uh, after listening to this podcast. Tonight, just go out. Go out and look at the stars. And ask yourself that would a most, the most powerful being in the universe create just one planet with living beings on it? All those trillions of stars in just our galaxy alone. Mind you, there are trillions of galaxies and we think that we are the only ones alive. Do you see how, how religion has made us minimize God? To me, it rather feels disrespectful. Ask yourself that would the most powerful being just create this tiny planet, this tiny... And then the rest is like, okay, all of it is just lights. Light it up for all of them. Light it up, light it up for these humans that I have made. Light it up, no. All of it is God. Everything is God expressing itself as that thing. A star is God expressing itself as a star. A tree is God expressing itself as a tree. An ant is God expressing itself as an ant. 
A is God expressing itself as A. The elements are in their different variations are God expressing itself as them. Fire, earth, air, and water. Everything around you is God expressing itself as that. Now, what differentiates that is the level of consciousness within all these different expressions of the one thing. Now, what makes man superior within the material universe is that man is the most specialized manifested expression of God within the material plane. That's what puts you at the high, at the highest hierarchy of what it is. That's what even puts you higher than the angels because you span both into the spirit and into the physical, whereas some beings only occupy the spirit and some beings only occupy the physical, but you occupy all levels of creation. That's what makes you God. That's what makes you God. But this is a knowledge that you have to come to. And it's not an easy thing to come to. It's not an easy thing to accept because accepting that you are God means that you have to accept all the responsibilities of being a God. One of them starting with the fact that you create your own reality as a man thinketh so is he, or rather let me change it and say that as a God thinketh, so is it.